Sounds, sounds good. Hello, folks. Aloha and welcome to Talk Story with your host, Dave Dewan. Here we are in Kona again on the Big Island. And in the studio today, we have Mr. Bob Sibaha, who is an author, sports dietitian for the US Olympic Committee, business owner, innovator, Ironman, and many, many other things. So welcome, Bob. Thank you very much, Dave. It's an honor to finally speak with you. It's been a long time coming. Hey, look, I'm just going to kick it, off today um, because I just mentioned before we start, I'm sitting here drinking, drinking my coffee with uh, Barota um, Creamer and I had, had the note meal as well. So tell me, tell me about, we'll come back to you later on, but tell me about Barota. How did that kick off and what is it all about? Yeah, you know, as a, as a registered sport dietitian, if you would have asked me about seven to eight years ago, which a lot of athletes and coaches, they said, you should make food, you should make energy bars and sport drinks and all this stuff. I, I would have ta- told you back then, you're crazy. Like I'm a sport dietitian, right? What I do is I help athletes. I do consultations, figure out nutrients, the whole thing. I'm like, why would I want to make a food product? So fast forward or rewind back to 2016. I remember this vividly. So I live in Littleton, Colorado, right on the foothills. And it was, it was February and, and we are blessed to be able to ride outside almost year round. There, there are a couple of days where it gets kind of icy and snowy, but it melts pretty quickly. I was outside, I was doing some climbing. It was February. It was a beautiful day. It was probably, I don't know, high thirties, low forties, just sunny and gorgeous. And I was all bundled up and I got caught, you know, a little bit of a storm came and I was about it was probably an hour away from home. And I started freezing my you-know-what off, right? And I get cold super, super easy. And the only thing I could, you know, nothing like Hawaii, right? Where you're (laughs) you're in. Um, The only thing I could think of was how do I get warm? So I can can climb more, generate heat, but then I have to descend. I can pull over, but there's nobody to call and everyone, you know, everyone's doing their thing. So I said, well, I just started fantasizing about something that I grew up with that was near and dear to my heart. And that was hot cocoa. Right. So when I grew when I was, I actually grew up in the mountains here in Colorado and growing up, it was all about hot cocoa and, you know, the sugar, as much yeah. sugar as you can put in and marshmallows and just that comfort. So I started fantasizing about that. And then I thought, you know, what if I could make a cocoa that didn't have any sugar that was actually functional and actually, you know, produce some, some benefits to our body rather than just drinking a cup of sugar with a little bit of fake chocolate. So I got literally, I got home from the ride. I took a shower and I destroyed my kitchen. Like I was trying to find anything I could and trying to put, cause I had all these ideas. And, and in fact, I have all my best ideas come when I'm either on the trails, running, cycling on the roadside, like that's where all my ideas come from. So it's just, you know, Baroda Foods, Baroda itself is, is Latin for bike or bicycle. So Baroda was actually born on a bicycle that cold February day in Colorado while I was cycling. So I, you know, fast forward, I knew what I wanted to do with it. Like I knew the functional properties. I knew the ingredients I wanted to have for the most part. And for the life of me, I could not make it taste good. So fast forward about, I think it was about a year from then, I think this was 2016. I went to a conference. I was presenting actually at a genomics, a nutrigenomics conference. And I met this, this just crazy, crazy smart gal. Um, she's not only a sport dietitian, but she's also a food scientist and a culinary chef. So she actually went to culinary school before getting her RD. So I, I just told her, we talked, we kind of hit it off. And, and lo and behold, I said, you know, I introduced her to my idea. And I said, can you make this taste good? And she's like, yep, no problem. It took a year to formulate this because we also don't cut any corners when it comes to quality ingredients. We don't do any fillers, no preservatives. It's, to be honest with you, it's extremely difficult to find ingredients 
ingredients, even around the world that are what we call clean, right? It's super, super difficult. So it took us a year to actually just formulate our smart cocoa. And then right on the, on the tails of that came the smart coconut creamer, which you're enjoying now. Uh, so that, that was kind of the birth of Barota Foods. And now, you know, we came out with the smart oatmeal, which I'm sure we'll talk about the, the anti-oatmeal, I call it. So that was how Barota Foods kind of got started. And, you know, it, it's not my full-time application right now because I do, you know, as a nutrition coach, as a sport dietitian, as a endurance coach, I do a lot of things. A lot of balls are juggled in the air, but Barota Foods is, is definitely a, a huge passion of mine because here's the thing. As you know, I, I created this concept called metabolic efficiency training, which is basically centered on how do we optimize blood sugar for better health and better performance. That's what Barota is all about. Like every product we produce is based on my metabolic efficiency training concept. So we know that there's no additives, no preservatives, everything we can do to optimize blood sugar, which, which I'm, again, I'm sure we'll talk yeah, about here soon. Sure. So that's where Barota stands for. Like, like we're not trying to put sure, like we're not even competing it's it's like you know friends of mine are generation you can and i know you're a supporter yeah. of generation you can and i always say we're like the we're like the generation you can of just functional foods we're not a sport nutrition company you know we're we're not trying to get into the what you should eat on the bike or drinking here and they're like we're about a food company that's very functional but we're trying to teach people different like you can put some really really solid ingredients without sugar and still have this wonderfully, a wonderful ability to stabilize your blood sugar and reap all these health and performance benefits. That's great. So let's just hold that thought for a second, because if I'm, let's talk about the creamer. Yeah. What are the benefits of creamer yeah. and how does it work in the body? Yes. Yep. Yep. So here's, so actually the foundation of every single product we have. So we have our smart cocoa, we have our smart coconut creamer, and we have our smart oatmeal. The two ingredients that are, that are cornerstone to everything, all of our products, including the creamer, are D-ribose and caprylic acid. And in fact, you see, and, and you see all of our products, we always list the ingredients on the front yes. because we want people to know actually what they're eating, right? So the creamer is interesting because there's only three ingredients, right? There's organic coconut milk powder. There's D-ribose and caprylic acid. So based on, on, on what you asked, D-ribose and caprylic acid are the cornerstone ingredients in all of our products. So here's the, here's the thing we need to know. D-ribose is a wonderful carbohydrate. So people think, oh, you, you just put sugar in there. Well, no, there's a lot of science behind this, right? <laughs> so D-ribose is actually a five-carbon carbohydrate. Whereas if you eat a glucose, which is you know, typical sugar, glucose is a six carbon carbohydrate, right? So D-ribose is metabolized very differently in the body, but here's the kicker. D-ribose, and this is why we included it, not only for the functional benefits of creating ATP or energy, it is actually a precursor to generating or synthesizing ATP. So you need that to okay. generate energy, right? Yep. The it. second thing is D-ribose, is, is super functional because it doesn't raise blood sugar. And that, again, as I introduced, that's one of our huge things. So glucose spikes your blood sugar, maltodextrin spikes it, but D-ribose, in fact, they, uh, researchers and, and scientists have to warn people with diabetes not to have too much D-ribose because it could actually drop their blood sugar. So that's how powerful D-ribose is at just stabilizing your blood sugar. Yeah. So that's not only for the stabilization of blood sugar, but also providing energy. And the caprylic acid is like, and it's not a secret, but, but caprylic acid is one of the four medium chain triglycerides. So there's four medium chain triglycerides 
The difference is how many carbon units each one has. So caprylic acid is what it has as, as six, or I'm sorry, has eight carbon units. All that means is it differs in its kind of chemical, its chemical structure, right? Okay. So caprylic acid actually is, is a wonderful thing. In addition to a host of other health benefits, it actually not only stabilizes blood sugar, right? Um, it can actually, it can raise ketone levels. So if you're trying to become more fat adapted or yeah. more metabolically efficient, caprylic acid on its own raises ketone levels. And for those of your listeners who, who don't know this, when you raise ketone levels, you get in a more fat burning state. So providing that caprylic acid is a cornerstone, like I said, to our, to our mission, because we want to support optimal blood sugar, but we also want to kind of encourage the body and support the body's fat adaptation opportunity. And that's where caprylic acid comes into play. Brilliant. That's so good. So hold that thought for, I'm going to come back to that fat yep. adapted. Do you do anything yeah. about the um, doing some bars? You talk, I know we've got the powders. Are you looking at doing some bars or some energy balls? Oh, uh, yes. I, so I've been experimenting with the, what I call Baroda bowls, Baroda balls are energy bites or energy nuggets. Not quite sure what to call it yet, sure. but I've been experimenting with putting either our creamer, our cocoa and our smart oatmeal in patties, balls, whatever you want to call it. So I am really keen on developing something. In fact, I think that will probably, we're, we're kind of in R&D right now, my business partner and I, just mm. trying to experiment with what that would look like. Because here's the thing, if you look at all the other, even like protein balls or energy balls on the market, they're all oat-based, right? And we want to stay away from all the top allergens, oats being one of them, right? So yeah. we don't want oats, grains, nuts, no soy, no dairy. So we're trying to find a way to to have this all bind together without preservatives without additives without any chemical structure so it might take us a while but but definitely that's our next chapter bob your the enthusiasm in your voice is just amazing i just love it this yeah. is so it's, it's cutting edge oh, stuff isn't you. it no, it's so good it's so good it really it's, is it's odd well it, and it's it's being able to bring science into food and yeah. science not from a chemical because I think a lot of people think oh science is all chemicals it's just looking at the functional properties of these different type of food items like deribose like caprylic acid like sure. it's already out there but now we're going to use it for functional purposes. Go back to the note meal. So why did you develop that product? Oh yeah. So I actually, in addition to growing up with hot cocoa, really high sugar and marshmallows, I grew up with oatmeal. I mean, you know, it's, it's like cheap, it's fast. Yes. Like yeah, porridge. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I, I grew up a competitive soccer or football player, depending on, on where yeah, you're talking we're... about. Um, <laughs> not, not American football. I'm way no, too no. small for that. But, but you know, you just needed, like, I just grew up, it was warm and you could put anything in it. And I tried until, you know, probably until the early 2000s, when I developed my metabolic efficiency training concept, I was trying to make oatmeal more metabolically efficient. So stabilizing, balancing blood sugar. And I couldn't find a way to do that without adding a lot of protein powders. And that just, that just drove up the calories. Like it just wasn't working. So the two, the two real fires underneath oat, smart oatmeal is we didn't want an oatmeal product. We actually wanted because in, as a dietitian, I work with a lot of athletes who had, have food intolerances and allergens, right? So we wanted to stay away from the top five uh, food allergens. And it's all seed-based with caprylic acid and D-ribose and some flavors like apples or strawberries. But we just wanted to make sure that those with food intolerances to those allergens could actually do that. But, and it's not to, we're not trying to go against oatmeal, like the oatmeal no. crowd, 
we're just offering something that's more functional, that's more stabilizing with their blood sugar. And, you know, I, I would say you can utilize it a little bit in more opportunities, right? Throughout. Right. I mean, I've, I've found putting it in anything from like Greek yogurt to, I just made like a smoothie bowl with it last night with some Greek yogurt, some uh, chocolate espresso, smart oatmeal, yeah. and I actually added pineapple to it. So just some crazy ideas to, to, to provide there. I came, I came home one evening and I was just had this little hunger thing. So I got some blueberries, some, um, just an yeah. original note meal and some yogurt. Yep. Just brilliant. Yeah. Just, oh, just it's just well, and it should stabilize your blood sugar for at least a couple hours, depending on how much you eat. And, and unlike oatmeal, like an oatmeal, like I'm not dogging oatmeal, right? I mean, oatmeal sure. can have a purpose for sure, but it's so high carbohydrates. And here's the thing too. Smart note meal is, as, as you've seen, it's very balanced in carbohydrate, protein, and fat. But here's the kicker. One serving of smart note meal has just under six grams of omega-3 fats. And oatmeal has about 60 milligrams, right? So if you really look at that, we're also trying to play on the anti-inflammatory benefits yeah. of a lot of the seeds that we use. So, you know, most, most people will supplement with like a fish oil tablet or a capsule. That's about one to two grams. So our smart note meal is almost six grams per serving. So amazing anti-inflammatory. Yeah, that's amazing. How do you find the time yeah. to do this, mate, with your coaching and your research? And it's, it's crazy, right? I, I, I question, and I have the same question every day. I'm like, how do I, you know, I just spent, literally, I just spent a couple hours before we're chatting in my kitchen today, experimenting. And I think that's it, right? I just, yeah. I don't know. I think, you know, to your point earlier, I have such a passion for this. It's not like, you know, when people say, oh, when you retire, I'm like, I don't know what that means, right? There's so much passion here that uh, I'm either experimenting in the kitchen or doing some physiology testing. Like, it's all just part of what I do. I mean, I don't, I don't know how I do it. I just love to do it. Well, let's talk. I'm going to wind, wind this thing way, 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 way back to my yeah, yeah, notes. Yeah. See, yeah. where does the name come from? Yeah. That is actually actually an Austrian Slovenic name with a, with a little hint of Polish. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's my is my father's name yeah right but and you probably can't tell but i'm about three quarters probably three quarters italian so on my father's side it's all austrian slovenic on my mother's side it's a hundred percent italian so i actually grew up extremely italian yeah hence, hence burrito exactly exactly right <laughs> where, where, where were you born I was actually born in Chicago, Illinois, even though I am a mountain boy at heart. Yeah. I was born in the city. Um, I didn't stay there too long, so I don't really remember much of it. Uh, when I go back, I, you know, I think it's a really cool city. And I don't, but again, I don't remember hardly anything. I stayed there until I think I was five. Uh, we moved around a lot. I was actually raised by my mom only, so single mom. Um, I'm an only child, so I have no brothers, no sisters, uh, you know, and I have three kids. So it's kind of a weird, weird yeah. dynamic there. But I uh, did, did a few years in California, Southern California. So I was kind of that little beach, beach bum for a few years. Yeah. And then uh, fate brought us to Colorado. And I've been here since the early 80s. That's great. So 